Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Katie Huff Ministries, and you are listening to Setting Yourself Free, a podcast where we are encouraging people to be set free from whatever is holding you back from being, doing, and having all that you were created to be. This is episode 22 with Joyce Jones. I am thrilled that she is here. And before we start having our conversation, I just want you to be sure to know where to find us. And that is Setting Yourself Free podcast. And you can find me at www.katie-huff.com to learn more about my book, coaching, courses, and retreats. You can follow Katie Huff Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more encouragement and stay up to date on all things happening with Katie Huff Ministries. And so we are thrilled to have Joyce Jones, as I said, here as our guest, who is going to tell you who she is, a little bit about her, and what are you setting yourself free from, Joyce? Mm. Hello, everybody. I'm Joyce Meyer Jones, and I am a retired teacher and um, still still teaching, not getting paid for it, but I still do my best to educate people. And I'm living in a beautiful place. I'm about to move to another beautiful place. And I'm very excited about that. So it's been busy couple of weeks since Katie's last uh, retreat, which was beautiful. Uh, I am an author uh, of the book, Embracing the Law of Attraction, Out of the Box, Into the Light. I worked on it a long time and I'm, you know, I don't think of myself as a perfectionist, but I really wanted this to be perfect. So I was working on it for 16 years and um, I think I've finally got it down and um Hope no typos show up and I'm working on getting it published. That's awesome. Yes. It's always good to put your story into a book. I mean, I obviously have my book as well. The Unmasked, The Power of Courage and Vulnerability to Live Free. No more settling shame or self-betrayal. So I'm sure none of us have ever done that other than me, right, Joyce? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> a lot of a lot of there, a lot of that, you know, everywhere. Right. So what do you think you're setting yourself free from? Many things. Uh, one of them, and I put this down on the list, but I decided to put this first. Um, I set myself free from worry. Mm-hmm. past present and future and in order to do that i had to be conscious of the thoughts that were taking me back mm-hmm. to the past and rehearsing them I, i've been doing that all day long and trying, oh i don't want to think about that anymore um and and then you know the the present it is what it is and i adopted that um attitude it is what it is and embrace it. Um, So then I also wanted to set myself free from the worry of the future Mm -hmm. because all things work to the good for those who love God. And that's Romans 8, 28. And I love that. I get it from the podcast and we know, which I hope you all have been listening to because he's full of information and encouragement about our faith and what's going on in this world. So in order, in order to really set myself free, um, I had to change my thinking. 
because mm-hmm. uh, I grew up in a very negative family and my mother was a master of it and she passed it on to us and um, once I you know realized that my thinking caused me to be speaking negatively everything was negative and then I'm speaking negatively then I acted out my hate behavior was negative and honestly people didn't want to be with me I didn't want to be with myself. So really, I had to change. So those are just a few things. Um, One, the other one, uh, you know, I'm still working on is the need to be liked and accepted. Mm. But, you know, I'm, I'm now 71. And where other people manage this at 40 or 51, 50, whatever, I'm, I'm getting it like, I don't care what you think about me. Well, I do, but it's not going to accept. It's not going to affect my my mood or my attitude. I'm going to love myself anyway. Right. Well, I always tell people the the number one opinion of who we are is God's opinion, which is that we are chosen, we are beloved, we are His daughters, and um, He wants nothing but the best for us. And so. It's very common, though, and I agree with you, Joyce, that, I mean, especially in today's world, not so much you and I because of our our age, but just even the social media likes, you know, how many likes do these young kids get? And if they don't get enough likes, they're worried that, you know, about who they are and their identity comes from the likes on Facebook versus who they were created in the eyes of God. Yeah, that's what they say, fear of missing out. Yes, FOMO. Fear oh. <laughs> missing out. I was the queen of that up until probably five years ago, probably six years ago. It was 2016. It was FOMO yeah. for me, but thank yeah. God I got over that. Yeah. I think um, what, what freed me from that, um, and I wasn't into it that much, but when I found out that uh, Facebook started out as a um, DARPA, Look it up, D A R P A. Um, you know the, the CIA um, developed it, and um, look what we do. We we take pictures, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We tell them where we are. We they know everything about it, and we gave it to them willingly. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't willing to to do that anymore. Yeah, although so- they already have it. Yeah. So, um, so you had you said fear or you had anxiety about the future is usually what happens is not being, mm-hmm. you know, fear of the future, but depression of what has happened in the past or. Oh, all of the above. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, what got me today is uh, yesterday was the um, so uh, anniversary of my brother's uh, death. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was shot. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I, 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 but for the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking about it and visualizing it and, and reliving it. And then my sister called me today and reminded me of it. And um, so we, we text back and forth and um, you know, it's a, it, oh boy. Yeah. That'll take you down a dark hole. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to think about this anymore. I know my, my brother is loved and he will be alive again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, when you know we're all going to be joined again in paradise and the golden streets of heaven dancing with Jesus, it changes my perception of, of death that, that you talk about the ultimate setting yourself free. 
is mm. obviously leaving this this world and this earth behind knowing that we will be free of all the pain the suffering the the finances the relationships that didn't work the the you know the work so hard be faint you know work to faint and and all of those things and and so it's it's being set free 100% when we when we're dancing on the golden streets in heaven yeah we we differ a little bit on our beliefs there but one thing um we do agree on is that um, in the resurrection, the remembrance of things before will be no longer. Right. And so we won't be beating ourselves up for all the things that we did and whatever right. things that happened. Right. Right. Well, we've, we, we don't have to wait to go to heaven and be set free. That's why I'm having this conversation with you is, you know, what are we setting ourselves free from? And, and when you, when you're a Christian person, you know, that when he, when Jesus died on the cross for us and he set us free by the, the blood of the lamb and, and from him, you know, dying on the cross to set us free. That is right. And we, we need to remember that. So, so there is a sequence of events, um, to be set free, I had to realize that I wasn't free to begin with. Mm-hmm. I had to look at my my thinking and my words and my behavior. And this is a concept that came, or let's see, was identified and put into words by Lao Tzu. He was an ancient Chinese uh, who was the wise man of his day and has persisted in his wisdom with um, books that have been written about him preserved but it, it, it's all about energy and and the idea of quantum physics where your thoughts are actually energy and in order to prove that um, I could say have you ever walked into a room full of college kids about to take a test you the fear is palpable Mm-hmm. And you walk in and say, oh, you don't even know what it is, but it's fear of failure. And um, that's how how powerful um, thoughts are and the energy that um, goes with it. So add speaking and, and behavior to it. It's all quantum physics. And we can either make it bad and f- fearful and controlling us enslaving us or we can set ourselves free by changing our thoughts so first thing to do is to really observe yourself what kind of life have you made for yourself what kind of life have you created for yourself because really we are the creators of our own life took me a while to accept that because no only Yahweh is the creator but no we create our own reality our own life so observing who we are, what we've done in the past, you know, the bad choices we made, the things we said. And, you know, like I said, people not wanting to be with me and me not even wanting to be uh, with me either. Um, people taking advantage of me, um, attracting the wrong people, being drugged by my husband and my children were mistreated um, you know, doing things that were not honorable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you have all that plaguing you because we all have guilty consciences. And thank thank God we have a conscience still. 
because many don't. But then, you know, you run across a verse like John 18, 832, sorry, 832, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So what, yeah, what does he mean? What does he mean? You'll know the truth. Well, the truth is we are beloved children of God. Yes. And Jesus Christ, the only begotten son gave his life that we might be set free if we know the truth. And so we don't have to have the fear or the, um, we don't have to be enslaved anymore. And we can pray and actually thank God for freeing our, our thoughts. And I prayed for wisdom because I knew, when I, you know, like decades ago that I was not very wise. And part of wisdom comes from experience. Right. You have to experience and figure it out what went wrong or what what, what went right. So you have to be um, a shining light onto your own life after accepting um, Yeshua or Christ Jesus as your savior. He is the light. Right. And, And there is power in words, as you were saying, and what you speak about comes about. So you have to be very conscientious of what you're speaking. If you're speaking life or death is in the tongue. And that's also in scripture. Yes. And you, you look at, I think it's uh, Deuteronomy 28, uh, 32 or something like that. Um, Yahweh says clearly, I, I set life and death before you this day. You must choose life that you go on living. So what that really means, you know, are like, well, see, the past doesn't even exist in reality. It's it's all in your head, right? And but if you if you live there, you know you you die because you relive all of the things that you you were set free from by Christ Jesus' uh, resurrection, death, death, and resurrection. Yes, yes, and yes, and so. How have you seen God moving in your life to set yourself free from from this? Yeah. Um, well, you know, praying praying for forgiveness because I'm I'm a fallible human being. I made a lot of mistakes. Praying for the forgiveness and also forgiving myself. Right. So- I think that the hardest thing is to for, forgive yourself right? Um, because you live with it every day. And then those, um, oh, Satan loves to remind you of all the things that you, you did. And even if it's not Satan, your, your mind's doing the loop, you know, the going through the cycle. But I, as, as I prayed, my mind did become illuminated. Mm. And Yeshua said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And, they, and that was John 14, 6. And, and John 8, 12 says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will by no means walk in darkness, but will possess the light of life. Mm-hmm. So that light came into my life. And it, it was late in my life, really. Because I I did escape um, one religious group that uh, didn't seem they had a lot of knowledge and but there wasn't a lot of uh, love there mm. and I escaped that mostly you know for my children but you know I found 
my own need to escape too, that I needed to change. I, I really needed to change. So God helped me to become, uh, let's see, what's the word, more vigilant. He helped me to see the things that I needed to change. Uh, he became the light to me. And, and the scriptures that I've read today are you know, that light because Jesus showed us light. He's the light of the world. So the things that he said, give us light, shine light on our lives. So then I needed to become a light to those walking in darkness. Mm. And only by changing my thinking um, could I do that. And Proverb, or Revelation 2.23 says, and I paraphrase, I am the one who searches the innermost thoughts and hearts. Mm -hmm. So our creator, whose name is I am that I am, mm -hmm. and it translates into Yahweh or Yehovah, the Tetragrammaton, he searches our hearts. And so he helps us to search our heart too and see um, where we need to change. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I found phrases and, and, uh, quotes from Norman Vincent Peale. That's where I started along with the scriptures. There were, you know, videos and books, all that just kind of showed up and helped me to change one little piece at a time. And when I'd be driving in the car, I think that's one of the places where my, my, the cycle kept looping through of the negativity of my past. Um, but I found this little smurf that was holding a, an ABC book. That's what it said on his book, ABCD. So I stuck that on my dashboard, taped it up there. And um, when I found myself in the negative loop, I'd look over at him. I said, oh, yeah, A is for awesome. B is for beautiful. C is for courage. And, and I went all the way to Z every time awesome. until I figured out that by the time I got to B, I'd already forgotten what I was thinking about. <laughs> That's great. That's but awesome. it was a good, good habit to get into oh, yeah. and i i have him up there five years later he hasn't well a few times he's flowing off but i i stick him back up there it it's a really is a good tool to help you uh control your thoughts and you do have to choose to control and and get out of them so Absolutely. a is for apple whatever you say it doesn't matter what you say it can be a spiritual word or it can just be you know some just a noun but yeah. it really the trick so what experiences did you have where god did not forsake you and helped you set yourself free mm, well um okay so i think the most difficult one has been that all four of my adult children rejected me. Mm. That was about six years ago. And then when I when I look at it, I see that the rejection was coming along much earlier than that. And um, I believe that it came from their father who wanted to get back at me for getting a divorce from him. Mm. And uh, he was very successful. Wow. So th the rejection's been complete. Um, my youngest son did text me, but then he started making fun of me. So um, <laughs> that, that didn't last long. That was yesterday. And my middle son actually had um, 
unblocked me from his phone and received a couple of the messages I sent. But well, anyway, but yeah, things are, are looking up. And, you know, my, my only goal is to save their lives and, um, and to, to become a family again, to be part of the family. Right, but, right. But well, he well, hasn't forsaken me. My God has not forsaken me. He's held me up. So, Katie, I had to make the choice when I had no family left. Mm. I, I, you know, the first thing, when I, I, I mentioned that my brother died, right? And right. If, for decades, we thought that he'd commit suicide. Well, that was not true. But um, nonetheless, I thought he had committed suicide. And so that was my, my default uh, solution mm. mm-hmm. for any problem. And I, I did try to do it when I was 10, shortly after he had died and um, survived. And mom called us to dinner and I went down the stairs and went to dinner. You know, forgot all about it, I guess. <laughs> Nobody knew. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew. Um, but so that was one the default that came that I could have killed myself because wow. my ch- children had rejected me. But I said, no, I am not going to let them destroy me. Right. I'm not going to their their decision destroy me because I've made so much headway in in knowing who Yahweh is and and what sacrifice the Son really made and what sacrifice right. Yahweh made too. Um, he loves me. My God loves me because okay. he is he loved us first. That's why we love and that's why we're able to love. Mm-hmm. He loves me so much that he sent his only begotten son right to the world to the Amen. whole world so that whoever believed in him would have everlasting life. That's right. My God is a God of love, mm-hmm. agape. Yes. And that's what Jesus came for us to show who who the father really was, not the angry, vengeful, right. jealous God that um Satan would have us believe but the God of love. Right. Right. That is awesome. So what advice would you give someone who may be going through a similar situation? Know that you are loved. If Mm -hmm. if you have a problem loving yourself, which I have for my entire life, you have to know that God loves you. Right. And you have to know the sacrifice that he made in, in giving his son. Right. For you. For you. Right. I even ask women in my women's retreats and when we're doing coaching is, would how would you be able to handle giving up your one and only begotten son to, you know, die to save the world? Could you do it? And obviously women, most women that have had a son in their humanity, it's like, no, it would be really, 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 they wouldn't want to do it. It would be very, very difficult. And, and that is such a deep question right. and a perspective to understand that. And and all the angels, I think, um, I, can, I can't remember the scripture. It might be in Ezekiel, but the angels gasped mm-hmm. that that the creator was willing to do that for humanity after Adam had sinned and, and brought death into the scene because the the tree of life was in the garden of Eden, right? Had he obeyed and been loyal, he would have been led to the tree of life. Mm 
But as it was, they chose the tree of good and evil, even though they had been warned not to eat of it. And Satan won that battle, but not the war. The battle is for hum humanity and for, for life. The war is about setting things straight. Just because Satan won the battle at that time and for 6,000 years doesn't mean that God's purpose for the earth and for mankind was foiled forever. It was just for a little time. Right. And you go, go to Revelation 22, and I think that's where you were getting um, your images about dancing on streets of gold and mm -hmm. read it clearly because it's after the, the thousand year reign of our Messiah when he restores things to how they should have been. And, and you'll see that the words are very important, like the nations stand before the throne. Right. Where right. the the creator and and the the lamb are there and they are light and the and the river of the rivers are flowing from the temple down to to the um nations and nations live on the earth right and they're flowing down to the nations and on either side of the river there are trees of life for every season it's the most beautiful picture of what God had intended in the first place for, for the earth and for humanity. I urge you to read it with, with new understanding and, um, and see how Satan has lied to us all. He's lied so well that we actually believe that heaven is our home. And I've never been in heaven. Earth is my home. And that's where I, I plan to extend paradise as far as I can every which way. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, and remember when he said, I am the bread of life, is who he is to all of us. And, and even in Exodus, he's saying, behold, I am going to send an angel before you to guard you along the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Yes. And so, he does provide for us. Yes. The, the yes. bread of life, the sustenance of life. Yes, he is our all in all, and he. And, and that's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm just. That's why we can let go of the past. We let go of the worry of the present and the future because it's in his hands. Mm -hmm. Well, his plan is perfect, and so is his timing. He's never early. He's or he, and he's never late. He's always right yeah. on time. And yeah. So, his plan is perfect, and that's what we have to consciously make a decision to trust that his ways are higher than our ways and his ways are better than our ways. And that we have to know that we know that his plan for us is perfect and that we it just is. have to be um, wait and see because it will come to fruition as long as we keep walking towards him and trusting in his promise. So true. So you just need to remember that he created you Mm -hmm. your dna and your personality and you are unique you're special you were mm -hmm. chosen from the founding of the world so you look and see and find things lovable about you mm -hmm. you you know start if you're having a hard time with that start with your senses that you have eyes to see ears to hear a nose 
to smell and taste and touch. And then there's other gifts that he gave humankind, but we've lost over 6,000 years. And, you know, one of those is intuition, ESP. Um, there's, oh, you're going to be so amazed at all the gifts that he gave us. Because they say that our DNA, two strands are not normal. They started started out with, I don't know, I've, I've heard many, many different numbers, but uh, 10, which is uh, complete a godly number but you know you can also thank yourself and love yourself for any kindness honesty generosity you have mm -hmm. those are special gifts that you have start writing them down girls right keep a journal about all the things you like about yourself that and, and all the the blessings and the gifts that he has brought into our life that you know, he will never leave us or forsake us. And he will always provide for us as long as we are willing to, you know, heed his word and, and trust and believe. And that's a conscience, conscientious decision we make every day. And when that's you start seeing the miracles around you, you then have no reason to ever doubt because he is present in everything. He's present in the details. He's present in everything that happens on a daily basis. You just have to be praying yeah. to have the eyes to see and ears to hear and the discernment to, to know the difference between the ways of the earth and the world and the ways that are uh, above us, which are his ways. Yes. And since we were created in the, his image, we have those gifts, but they're buried deeply. And I, I believe it may take a thousand years of, of messianic rule to, to completely heal us, but we will um, get back the perfection that um, Adam and Eve had. Uh, one other thing I was thinking, um, when, you, when you start looking for um, gifts from God, signs from God, you start seeing them in rainbows. Yes. Hummingbirds. Yes. Butterflies. Sunset, I had right? sunsets. Yes. I had damselflies. When I go kayaking and I have my, um, like, let's see, what do you call it? Uh, fire, it's a fire, fire opal or blue, it's mm -hmm. blue opal or what, sapphire, whatever. Anyway, it's the same color as damselflies and they come land on my fingers. Oh, that's cool. That is a gift that I yes. can treasure. Yes. It's the little things that yes. he, he gives us that lifts our spirits and lets us know that he's there. Yes, he is always there. He'll never leave us or forsake us. So this has been amazing, Miss Joyce Myers-Jones. Thank you. Yes. And I just want to say thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you'll enjoy this setting yourself free with Joyce Myers-Jones. And again, I don't want you to miss it. So please follow us on www.katy-huff.com to learn more about my book, coaching, courses, and retreats. And follow KDF Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more encouragement and stay up to date on all things happening with KDF Ministries. So thank you, Miss Joyce Myers-Jones. I appreciate you. God bless you. And we will talk again. God bless you, Katie. Thank God you, bless. God bless you, hon.
Hello, friends and family. This is Katie Huff with Katie Huff Ministries. The reason that I'm reaching out to you today is because I have had the incredible experience of using the MyPillow products. So what products are there? There's the pillow, of course. There's the sheets. There's the towels. And in fact, my puppy even has a dog bed. So I'm reaching out to you because I have the opportunity to help you to save a lot of money when you find these products to be such use for you and your family. So you can go to mystore.com slash unmasked is my promo code. So you're going to want to use my promo code to get those discounts or mypillow.com slash unmasked. That way you're going to get an incredible discount. You're going to enjoy the sheets, the pillows, the towels, and hopefully your, your little pet will enjoy the dog bed as well. Thank you.